This is an ABC podcast. It was a moment Julian Assange must have imagined many times. And on a grey London morning, it happened. This is the shot of him being taken from the Ecuadorian embassy. Julian Assange was arrested. Oh my God, look at him. Look at him. The beard, I have not seen him looking like that. Dragged out of the Ecuadorian embassy where he had spent the past seven years by seven British police officers. He has aged uh, more than seven years since he's been in there. Assange, almost unrecognisable with a thick grey beard, yells as he's placed in a waiting van. Look at how many people it's taking to take him down. He's not going willingly. The footage of Assange being evicted from the Ecuadorian embassy was broadcast around the world. But there was actually only one news crew there to capture it when it happened. Curiously, the only camera to get the pictures belonged to the Russian government. I'm Matt Bevan, and this is Russia If You're Listening, a podcast that examines the findings and the fallout from the Mueller report. That report is due imminently, but while we wait, we're taking a look at someone who is bound to be mentioned at least once, Julian Assange. His website WikiLeaks published the emails the Russians hacked from Hillary Clinton's campaign. Was Assange working with Russia? That's today on Russia If You're Listening. The US military has secrets they would prefer stayed hidden. You're clear. All right, firing. Let me know when you gather. Watch you. Light them all up. Come on, fire. That is the sound of the crew of a US military helicopter killing a group of Iraqis, including two journalists from Reuters. was taken from a US military computer system by an intelligence analyst named Chelsea Manning and given to Julian Assange at WikiLeaks. The hotel 26 crazy horse 18. Oh yeah, the ghost dead bastard. In 2010, 3 years after the incident in Iraq, Assange released the video to the world exposing the US military at its worst. Assange became an international household name. And in the days after the video's release, he did the rounds of the TV interview shows. Please welcome Julian Assange. Assange was pushed about his journalistic choices in these interviews, including by Stephen Colbert. You have edited this tape, and you have given it a title called Collateral Murder. Yes. That's not leaking. That's a pure editorial. The video had been edited. But Assange said he'd released the full version too. The promise we make to our sources is that not only will we defend them through every means to our avail- avail- that we have available, technological and legally and politically, but we will try and get the maximum possible political impact for the material that they give to us. And so collateral murder is to get political impact? Yes, absolutely. He faced tough questions about his choices in most interviews. But when Assange was interviewed on the Russian government-owned international broadcaster RT, the reception was different. Julian, first of all, I want to thank you very much for sitting down with us. Now, 
RT were very excited about this new force which was planning to hit the US where it hurt. Do you also want this to be a sign that the WikiLeaks is, is like a new watchdog? That now WikiLeaks is the place where you can go, where you can find the stories that the normal press won't show other people. That's right. We, we believe in releasing full source documents to the world. The WikiLeaks release of the US military's documents changed everything for Assange. He was convinced that the US was going to come for him. So when two Swedish women made allegations of sexual assault... WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange arrested in Britain this morning. He said that he was worried about how involved the US was in the extradition process. What does the United States have to do with a Swedish extradition process. But there was no official plan for the US to nab him from Sweden. Well, the US hasn't asked for him yet, but uh, Eric Holder has made it clear, the Attorney General, that uh, the US is trying to figure out how to prosecute. Assange was released on bail while he waited for his extradition hearing. He was under house arrest. Friends said he was paranoid and isolated. And while he was vulnerable, Russia gave him an opportunity to make his own TV show for RT. I'm Julian Assange, editor of WikiLeaks. We've exposed the world's secrets. These documents belong to the United States government. Being attacked by the powerful. The United States strongly condemned. The show wasn't bad. He spoke to some significant guests, like Anwar Ibrahim. To the leader of the Malaysian opposition. And former Pakistani cricketer turned politician. Imran Khan. One of those guys is about to become the prime minister of his country. And the other one already is. Assange covered important issues, as he always has, but the running theme was that America was broken. America believes that it, it holds all the moral authority in the world. One guest on his RT show was perhaps more significant for Assange than the others, though. This week, I am joined by the president of Ecuador, Rafael Correa. Where are you, in England? I, I am in England under house arrest now for 500 days. 500 days? With no charge. Okay. The two had a great chat. They had lots of laughter. <laughs> President Correa. Uh, <laughs> and it ended like this. Thank you, President Correa. It's been a pleasure to meet you, Julian, at least in this way. And cheer up. Welcome to the Club of the Persecuted. Thank you. Take care. Don't get assassinated. <laughs> Thank you. A month after that show aired, Assange was President Correa's guest in the Ecuadorian embassy, having fled there to avoid extradition. And that embassy is where he stayed, doing things like skateboarding, hosting Pamela Anderson, and turning a US presidential election upside down. A few weeks before the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton asked an interesting question. Why aren't I 50 points ahead, you might ask? Well, one of the reasons is that a few months earlier, WikiLeaks published 20,000 emails stolen from the Democratic National Committee. We have new details now on that email hack at the DNC this morning. We're learning about special treatment for big donors, big money, and the access it buys. It was huge. On the face of it, WikiLeaks was just doing its thing exposing the powerful by releasing everything it had. But Assange wasn't just publishing a leak provided to him by a single whistleblower. He had seen someone trying to leak stuff online and decided to help. Send any new material here for us to review. It will have a much higher impact than what you are doing. The group he was helping was a group of Russian hackers from Russian military intelligence. He amplified their message and timed it for maximum damage. 
it worked. And Hillary Clinton is still really, really, really pissed about it. She's even accused Assange of being a Russian agent. I mean, he's a tool of Russian intelligence. And if he's such a you know, martyr of free speech, why doesn't WikiLeaks ever publish anything coming out of Russia? It's a good question. So... Why doesn't Assange ever publish anything from Russia? It is, after all, a deeply corrupt society notorious for its human rights abuses. Well, Assange has argued in an interview broadcast on RT that he does. We have published over 800,000 documents of various kinds uh, that relate to Russia. Uh, Most of those are critical. WikiLeaks has published materials related to Russia, but they were stolen from the US and Syria. As far as I can tell, they've never published anything taken from the Russian government itself. And it's not just Assange's critics who have noticed this. Former WikiLeaks spokesman Daniel Domscheit-Berg says he supports Assange, but that he does seem too close to Russia. I don't understand why he would run a, a talk show on RT. I agree, you know, there should be more leaks from Russia. This is what I would like to see as well. I think it would only be fair. Which would be fine if they'd never been given an opportunity, but apparently they were. According to Foreign Policy magazine, WikiLeaks was offered a trove of documents taken from the Russian Interior Ministry in 2016. Those documents detailed Russia's war in Ukraine and the dealings of the Russian oligarchs. But according to the story, WikiLeaks refused to publish. According to them, Assange told his source, As far as we recall, these are already public. In fact, only half of the documents in the trove had been published before. The person who gave them to Assange thought this was an opportunity for WikiLeaks to distance itself from Russia. But Assange didn't take that opportunity. We were sure WikiLeaks would release it. Assange gave excuse after excuse. The documents were eventually published elsewhere. But without Assange's megaphone, almost nobody noticed. One person who has taken a lot of notice of Assange is Robert Mueller. He's taken a very close look at the emails WikiLeaks released. And he's the one who has told us that Assange was working with the Russians to attack Hillary Clinton and help Donald Trump. Now, he could argue that he didn't know he was working for Russia. But that's not what he said. He said he knew who it was and that it wasn't Russia. Our source uh, is not the Russian government uh, and it is not the state party. So he said it's not the Russians. And after that, no more about it. This isn't all that surprising. Assange says he's a journalist who needs to protect his sources. But then he did this interview on Dutch TV. Whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old works for the DNC, who was shot in the back. That 27-year-old DNC worker was named Seth Rich. He was killed in a bungled robbery attempt in Washington, D.C. We begin in the district. A Democratic National Committee employee was shot and killed over the weekend just a block from his home. So why is Julian Assange talking about this guy on Dutch TV? Well, Seth Rich's death was the focus of an article posted on a conspiracy theory website. It alleged that Seth Rich was the whistleblower who had given the DNC emails to Assange. And further, he'd been killed by a Hillary Clinton hit team in retribution. It's a wild conspiracy theory with zero evidence behind it, but it gained momentum on the social media site Reddit. And here was Julian Assange amplifying it on Dutch TV. As a 27-year-old, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago, 
uh, for un unknown reasons as he was walking down the street in Washington. So that was that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So uh, what are you suggesting? Sort of, what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks and they are they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh, like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? I mean, we don't comment on who our sources but are. Why but why make the suggestion about a young guy being shot in the streets of Washington? Because uh, we have to understand uh, how high the stakes are. At this point, Julian Assange was the person best placed to say that his source wasn't Seth Rich. He could have ruled him out, just like he did with the Russians, but he never did. The story was picked up by Fox News and ran for months. Bombshell new evidence of a former DNC staffer you just showed there, Seth Rich, suggests he was in communications with WikiLeaks prior to his murder last summer. It peaked in the week that Robert Mueller was appointed special prosecutor. If this is true and Seth Rich gave WikiLeaks these DNC emails, this blows the whole Russia collusion narrative completely out of the water. The whole thing was devastating for Seth Rich's family, who said he was just an idealistic young man and not Assange's source. He was a caring person, that he wanted to make a difference. And unfortunately, those visions, those ideas are going to have to be unfulfilled. And they begged Fox News to stop attacking their son's legacy. We lost his body the first time. And the second time, we lost his soul. They took more from us with the lies. A boycott was set up for the chief pusher of this theory, Sean Hannity, who eventually stopped talking about it. Out of respect for the family's wishes for now, I am not discussing this matter at this time. Fox News unreservedly retracted the story. Assange never did. So... Working with Russians to release thousands of emails damaging to Hillary Clinton's campaign, then pushing a conspiracy theory about his source, suggesting it might have been a 27-year-old who was then mysteriously murdered. There's no doubt that Assange's actions benefited Donald Trump. But did Assange help Trump, hoping that if elected, Trump would help him back? He had been in that tiny embassy room for more than four years and was looking for a way out. And it seemed possible during the presidential campaign. It's been amazing what's coming out on WikiLeaks. This just came out. WikiLeaks! I love WikiLeaks. But since Assange was dragged out of the Ecuadorian embassy and arrested by UK police, Trump has changed his tune. Do you still love WikiLeaks? Uh, I know nothing about WikiLeaks. It's not my thing. Assange was once seen as a hero of free speech, but his actions in 2016 lost him many allies. But there's one group that stuck behind him, Russian broadcaster RT. From my perspective in, in the business of journalism, this is one of the darkest days of journalism in my lifetime, and I'm going to remember this day for the rest of my life, no matter what happens. That's how passionate I feel about this. Well, I think it's a dark day, not just for journalism, but for everyone else, for the entire mm. world, really. Julian Assange deserves due process. And if the charges against him move from being related to hacking to being related to publishing, he deserves the support of every journalist around the world. But Assange claims to be a champion of transparency, and it might be time for him to walk the talk. 
he will be asked a lot of difficult questions about Russia and about who he dealt with in the Trump campaign. I hope he gives answers to those questions. Russia, if you're listening, is produced by Ruby Jones and Will Ockenden. And it's happening soon. Attorney General Bill Barr says the Mueller report will be released very, very shortly. The Justice Department has just announced that the Attorney General Bill Barr is going to hold a press conference tomorrow morning after the redacted Mueller report is released. If the report is released, we will have a special episode out as soon as we can. So keep an eye on the feed. I'm Matt Bevan. Thanks for listening. Hi, Fran here from The Party Room, a podcast keeping you in the know about the political point scoring, promises and policies flying around in this election. PK here too. Labor's had a tough week, but are voters paying attention? In this week's episode, we unpack all of that and of course more. So go listen now on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's The Party Room podcast and it's out now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.